So this is Phoenix. Oh wow, man! I've uh, I've been to Phoenix once, and it's uh, it's incredible, man. It's- Ah, yeah, it's nice. It's nice out here. I like it. How uh, so? How how are things going there? How is uh, how has training been? Uh, you know, for the most part, I mean, we've been doing uh, we went back to kind of doing old school stuff. You know, we've been doing a lot of uh, um, what we call uh, garage training, backyard training. So, but now our gyms are starting to like open up, so our coaches are starting to get back to normal. So. You know, one of the things we still got to be very careful. We don't definitely don't want to get our coach sick. We don't want to get our training partner sick. And we don't want nothing like that to happen. So, you know, we're still taking all the precautions as possible. Yeah, Arizona's opened up now, aren't they? Like everything's yeah, back. Yeah, we're, we're, we're opening. We're still we're opening up slowly, bringing everything back into normal. But, you know, I, I have a firm believer that we're just getting ready to head back in there. Yeah, you, you were scheduled to fight back in March. Um, obviously, things fell through. Then all the pandemic. Uh, are you still trying to trying to get a uh, get back in there? And and if so, when? Yeah, uh, me trying to get into the fights. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, like you know, I think now I am a more efficient fighter. Meaning, I'm actually training. I'm trying to evolve as a fighter. I'm studying everything. I'm trying to become a perfectionist. A lot of the times that you guys saw me fight was just uh me being a, a very hard-headed individual and a lot of my guts and like we know you know what we call like manpower kind of like allowed me to go in there and just you know be barbaric and just withstand anything and 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 you know my ability to to withstand punches and get punches but now i want to be able to be efficient i want to be able to to have fun in fights i want to you know, I've been studying the greats. I've been like looking at some of the Canelo, uh, Floyd Mayweather. I've been looking at Khabib. Why does Khabib does such things? Why does, uh, you know, why does Connor move the way he does? What's going on? So I'm trying to get the psychological part, which the the physical, it's already there. You know, I know that I'm gonna withstand. I know, but now I'm trying to utilize my whole tools, and my brain hasn't been utilized in a while. So now I want people to miss, and I want to hit them when they miss, not just them get away with it, you know? So yeah, to answer your question, oh, sorry to cut you off, but yes, and as soon as uh, Arizona has officially said that they're not going to host any events for the next 90 days, which pretty much give us a, a pretty good 90 days to get back in shape, to continue working and, and, and implementing our game plans. What's the uh, what's the ultimate goal now? I mean, you've had two UFC stints. You've been on the Ultimate Fighter. You coached the Ultimate Fighter. You fought for Bellator. You fought for UFC. You've you've kind of done it all. What is the goal now? And what's the uh, is it a third UFC stint? Is it a Bellator stint? What what's the goal? I wanna I wanna make it into the I w- I'm I'm gonna make it back again into a big leagues. Like you know, it doesn't matter what it is, but I, I know I'm gonna make it back. But I actually want to, I'm having fun with it. I'm gonna, uh, I, I have a lot of, you know, for the longest time you can ask any, any of my ex-teammates or old teammates from the MMA lab that you would not see me in the gym like every single day on a full camp. You know, I would sometimes be tired and be, uh, you know, something bothered me and I was just like, okay, you know what, I'm gonna take today off. And pretty much, what I want is I want to be able to give my everything 
for wherever it takes me for the next year and a half or year, you know, just have, just have fun. But this time actually do it as a profession, not just like, oh, this is talent and uh, natural gift talent and, and, and that. But no, this time is it's going to be a lot of heart. It's going to be a lot of work and dedication. It's going to be a lot of repetition and it's going to be, you know, muscle memory. Yeah, I mean, even in those stints, I mean, the UFC stints, your, your losses have all been decisions. Like, it, it wasn't until, like, way, way back into your early career where you, you were finished. They're, they're, they're close decisions, unanimous decisions, or split decisions. You, you really don't get finished often. Um, and this past weekend, uh, Drew Dober, a guy that you, you finished – um, with a guillotine one is it is it a bit bittersweet seeing guys that you've beat before uh in the ufc and ranked in the ufc you know what one of the things is uh i've seen uh, drew dover's a you know you pointed him out he's in a great individual drew dover is a friendly like you know we were in mexico city because we fought in mexico city and you know usually you walk upon and i'm used to like watching like you know you see your opponents you kind of like nod heads and you know, kind of like that. Or I've seen the Nate Diaz where his crew and his and the other crew are trying to fight each other at all times. You know, kill at any second. I see you. Um, I've seen that too. But Drew Dober was a complete different uh, individual. You know, he I saw him in Mexico at the hotel. He came and hugged me. I was like, hey, man, good luck in the wake up. And his voice and everything sounded so, like, like, friendly. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm fighting this guy. What the hell? So it was unique to me. And then people like Kevin Lee, which I don't think he, like, man, that, that I, for that fight against Kevin Lee, it took me, I trained three weeks. And, you know, and now to see him, he fought for a UFC title. And, and man, I was like, what the hell am I doing, you know? I have to change something. And I finally realized that what I have to change. And, and I'm on the work in progress. Yeah, yeah, you've... I mean, I've been a fan of yours since since the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, you're one of the few people who have been on the Ultimate Fighter and coached it. Uh, what I liked about the your season where you coached was you uh, you coached against Calvin Gastelum, but you guys didn't fight at the end. Well, what was that like coaching coaching with someone like him? Well, you know, Calvin Gastelum is my like my little brother. We went to the same high school, and we wrestled for the same team, and we have the same coaches and everything. So. To, I actually helped Calvin get on the Ultimate Fighter when he first came in the UFC. Right before he, Calvin left on the Ultimate Fighter, he asked me, can I see your plaque? And I told him, and I still remember this, and I told him, I'm going to show you this plaque, but you, in, with one condition, you got to bring me back yours. And he said, all right, cool. And, man, it, I, I just said it out of nowhere. And he brought it and showed me, and then he kept his word. So, to me, it's, it's super amazing to be able to see that from an individual you know, he's a great, great person. I love him. I respect him. And you know what? I don't know if you guys saw the Coach's Challenge. Where me and Calvin had to wrestle each other with sumo suits. First of all, Calvin is about a good 30 to 40 pounds solid, bigger than me. But one of the things is, like I said, we did wrestle in the same high school together. We wrestled in the same coaches. And me and Calvin had wrestled before against each other. And uh, the competition before is that Calvin used to cut his hair like me. So then my buddy was like, ah, oh, you guys two look alike. I, this got to change. So me and Calvin actually wrestled. And whoever lost had to change his hairstyle. And I ended up beating him then, and I ended up beating him now. So there's a friendly competition between me and him since, 
who knows when and just to be able to to share that platform with them for for me to be able to be like one day like you're going to be here because I, I i wrote them a uh, my first, my first autograph, kind of first autographs that I did, I get, made him a picture and I signed it and I told him one day you're going to be here. And man, it's like just to see his growth and, and you know, how, how can you not like the guy, you know, especially he gives fights like the Adesanya fight and stuff like that. So to me, it's, it's crazy to see him. So, yeah, I mean, even like the, the one, the one thing that's kind of been uh, like, I guess over his head has been the, the the recent drug test, and and even still, it's you know it's 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 marijuana, I, and that thing that that bothers me. I think I think that's something that, that the game really needs to change. What are your thoughts on that? You know what I'm. Uh, one of my jobs is uh, we're out here in in Arizona. Marijuana is not recreational yet. Marijuana is a medical. It's used for medical purposes only, which allows people to go and be able to get a a card and be able to go to a dispensary doing everything legit so now i think that the drug test in in, in marijuana case i think they're just affecting the sport because what you have a medical condition how are you going to tell an individual to take percocet for his pain instead of like smoking and feeling better you know from an actual tree and plant so a lot of the people medicate better and they work medically better on that so you know what's the worst he's gonna do he's gonna miss weight because he ate too much yeah so, so to me that that's that that's my take on it i don't think it should be legal i mean illegal i don't think that they should ban a lot of people i don't think that you know he did pop recently and who knows what the suspension will, will be taking place but man this is Usada better change something, you know? Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, I'm in Canada, so they just changed it last year. So, I mean, I personally don't smoke, but it's legal everywhere. And I feel like it's it's definitely not a performance enhancer. Like, you're not going to be better if you smoke marijuana. Like, it's, it's not steroids. It's nothing like that. It's not going to uh, negatively affect your opponent. So, I, I have no issues with it uh, either. What's your, um, I mean, for a long time, you were kind of the first Mexican in the UFC. What are your thoughts on now Latino America being really big uh, in, in the UFC? Like, you got guys like Yair Rodriguez, uh, Kelvin Gastelum. Uh, there's, there's a lot of Mexican uh, bases. Organization. You know, one of the things is, it's, uh, when I first started in the UFC in 2008, you know, this I I I was a Mexican-born fighter, and I I became a fan of the sport back in like 2002, 2003. I started watching the Chuck and and Tito's Ortiz's matchup and the rivalry, and then uh, the the Frank Triggs and the and Matt Hughes, and I was like, man, what the hell's going on? And then you would see the Minotaur Nogueras and, you know, the Anderson Silvas, and you're like, okay. And then all of a, out of a sudden, here comes, uh, you know, uh, GSP. And you're like, man, well, now you got Brazil, America, you got Canada, where the hell's Mexico, you know? So yeah. I was like, man, what the hell's going on? And, but then all of a sudden, you, you change the channel, and then you see the Juan, Juan Manuel Marquez, and you see the Julio Cesar Chavez. And the Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. And then the Eric Torreira Morales. And you're like, ah, okay, they're still in boxing. So 
I was a big boxing fan, and then I, I, I came aboard. I, I sent my application, never thinking of getting selected. Won the show, automatically, boom. I got a big stardom because, oh, my God, the UFC officially, we have a Mexico fighter. So then all of a sudden, 2010 comes around, and it was me and Kane doing tours, introducing the sport into Mexico. Then I was like, all right, cool. And then a blink of an eye, it's 2014, and it's UFC 188. And I can't even walk inside the the, you know, inside the stadium for weigh-ins because people are pulling me and like taking pictures with me. And I was like, oh my god, what's going on? And then I fight Drew Dover, and it's like, I I, I finish him in 30 seconds, and the place goes insane. And I'm like living a a dream. And now you look at the list and the list and the list of fighters, and you're like, oh my god, you know. It all started with one, and now everybody, you know? So to me, the Latin fighters and the places where I go and I give seminars and I talk to people and I do motivational speakings, I see that no longer they want to be the next Juan Manuel Marquez, the Julio Cesar Chavez, the Mike Tyson, the, you know, they don't want to be that person. The Mexican fan base is starting to grow as to, I want to be the next Calvin. I want to be the next Yair. I want to be the next Dominic Cruz's, the next Henry Cejudo's. That's what they want to be, and I think that it, it is it is great to see that the Mexican uh, fan base has actually turned in from boxing into, I mean, obviously, we're still big fans of Canelo and stuff like that, and we still always will follow boxing, and it's always going to be there, but now we have, and we're taking part, part of the one of the biggest sports in the world. What do you think it will take for, for I mean, like you mentioned a bunch of names, but I mean... There really hasn't been, since Cain Velasquez lost to uh, Verdum, there hasn't been a big event in Mexico. What do you think it will take for them to go back? An Arasanya versus Calvin's two. Yeah, I think that would do it, actually. That would be, that'd be crazy right there in Mexico City. Uh-huh. Fight of the year. Crazy, insane, and for a belt, man. And then... You see, you know both guys are going to deliver. So that, to me, in Mexico, sells out. Yeah. Under, an undercard, okay? Yair versus Sab- Sabit or Sabat or however you pronounce his name. <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be huge. That would be very, very big. That, that, that event was, man. I, 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 me as a fan would pay my own way to go there and watch it myself. Yeah, that would sell. That would sell a lot. I, I can see your face now. You're thinking about it. And you're like, oh my god, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, that's great. Um, we had we had a couple of events, and the UFC's really kind of gone out of like above and beyond trying to put this stuff together. What are your thoughts on what they did on and? You know, kind of going against what everyone was telling them, going against the media, and just doing it anyway. Uh, I think it, I think it was great. I think it was great that the UFC is able to look. Everybody's saying, "Oh, we have to, we got to stay home." Everybody's saying there's a big coronavirus stuff going around. We need to stay home. But wait a minute, we're staying home and doing absolutely nothing. Like our economy is going down. People are getting bored and antsy at home. Schools are shut down. Kids don't have nothing to do. But you know what? In all honesty, first, first, I'm I'm gonna cover. You asked a very good question, but I'm gonna stop it there, and I'm gonna co- cover this whole 
uh, coronavirus deal. So first, understanding the coronavirus is, to me, I think the world needed it. I think it's a, a yes, many people have died. And, you know, my, my condolences to all those that lost one. And you know what? On all honesty, the world needed it. Look at our pollution. Our pollution has gone down. Look at our kids. Kids are no longer glued to the TV. They're actually wanting to go outside and ride a bike. Yes. Couples are actually talking their problems out. No longer can they get mad and run it and go to a bar. Nobody can actually like sit. You got an issue, you gotta, you're forced to talk it out. You're in family. People are learning how to cook again. How to cook, clean, wash, you know. And I think that the world had forgotten about that, you know. Like enjoying small time. Enjoying. Like sometimes you're like, ah, like, you know. Here I am back at a restaurant, I'm bored, like, you know, not really enjoying the moment. Going out to a restaurant should be, like, and do it pretty good. Like, oh, man, I'm eating a nice steak. We're out here, our hard work and, and enjoyment is, is paying off. And I think that a lot of the things are, a lot of us, including myself, at one point we're just going through the motion and not really looking at, at the big picture. And now we actually enjoy celebrating even to the point where you know who your true friends are because now they're calling up and checking on you. So that to me itself, understanding that, it was a big factor to to understanding that the UFC had to do this. Why? Because now people gather up together in family events. People are watching it on TV. Um, the UFC had tested over a thousand like they did over a thousand tests within those three events. Which other company have you seen that's doing that? And now that the UFC is able to help Jacare and his team figure out how they're going to do it, you know? Yep. So I think that it is like, you know, there's not every company that's saying, you know what? I'm going to test everybody. No. Now they're saying, okay, guys, you guys are free to open bars again. Well, wait, we never took a vaccine. We never did anything. I haven't even been tested. I don't even know if I have it. You know, my immune system is good, but I don't know if I have it or not, if I'm going to be passing it, which and, and ultimately it's making, it's going to make our dollar continue to devalue. I think opening smart ways like the UFC, having a company that's worth $4.2 billion, being able to help their athletes be able to make sure that they're good and well taken care of. I think that's a, it was a great thing. And I can, I, I truly do hope they, they come to Arizona as they made a statement that they were going to come to Arizona if Las Vegas didn't open for events. So, Yeah, I think that would be amazing in Arizona. I do believe they booked the Apex, though. I think they, they managed to get that done. Um, so I'm not sure if they'll go, but an event in Arizona would be, would be amazing. And your thoughts on Fight Island? Is that something that you'd like – You if you were fighting I for the UFC? <laughs> Remember as a kid, we all – it didn't matter if you were a – a, a, a fighting fan or not, you watch Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like, you didn't care. You watch all those. So, you're a fan, 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 uh, fan of fighting, a fan of action movies, a fan of, like, mystery, everything. You watch Mortal Kombat. So, imagine that. Like, man, that's like a, that's like a dream come true, you know? We're living that moment, you know? I've done it all, man. Imagine. I won a reality TV show. I coached a reality TV show. I wasn't a video game. I was a video game character. I 
I got the opportunity to travel all over the world and all over the world, such places as Azerbaijan, who knows who, where that place is. I never even heard of it before I even went there. You know, I, I, I got to go to uh, Machu Picchu in, in Peru. I got to see things that, you know, in Belgium and, and like monks. And it, it's, what else am I missing? I think that Fight Island would be amazing to add to that. That, that would be incredible. Uh, I was even mentioning like an ultimate fighter on Fight Island. I think that would be crazy. Man, that would be that would be crazy, man. But but see, the ultimate fighter, like everybody is like, you know, everything's evolving, you know? Yeah. Everything's evolving just as fights. I would love to see I would love to see an ultimate fighter with an actual rivalry because a lot of it now it's kind of like stage, you know? Yeah. Like I would love to see a Diaz camp versus like a or a Conor McGregor versus Khabib, kind of like Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, I don't think they could have those two guys in the same room, though. <laughs> oh, I don't even think they can have the same crowd, like the people. Yeah, that yeah, would not be safe. I would, I would love that. I would love to be in that place. I would love to see that. That's a fighter perspective on me, you know? So. Yeah, and uh, I guess last question, non-MMA related, and then I'll and then I'll let you go. Um, what are you doing outside of training to keep your mind occupied? Is there any shows on TV, any video games? Oy, what is it you're doing? I'm, uh, okay, so my regimen is, ultimately, I, I had to ask my question, my own question. I was like, what do I want out of life? What is it, my purpose? I, I continue, and I'm not talking spiritually. I'm saying, how am I going to provide for myself, and what is it that I want to do? So I kept telling myself and I kept telling myself, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then I recited, you know what? I want to do something with law enforcement. I went for criminal justice, but my track record is not very good. Not uh, have any felonies or anything like that, but I wasn't a very smart individual, you know? So then I decided, you know what? I'm going to do security. So I ended up security team. So we're with a, I'm part of a, a security uh, company called the Fanion Protection. We protect and we serve the public here in, in, in Arizona. And, you know, one of the things that we do is, so I've been staying occupied. But one of the things is I still have a passion and goal for 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 training and, and evolving as a fighter, as an individual. So then I started telling myself, how do I go to the next level? Okay, well, I want to coach and teach. If I became a police officer, I would like to be in the training facilities, you know? Like, yeah, eventually you got to do the groundwork and you have to be good at your groundwork. But guess what? I want to be in the gym. I want to be able to teach an individual how to protect themselves. Yeah, anybody can grab a gun and, you know, it takes a, a skill and a, like a very strong skill set to be able to be a, an officer like that or anything that you do, military-wise or anything. And I told myself, I want to be able to help those people. I have a, I have a pretty good track record of what people can do and can do. And it's just from life experience that I've been in those situations so many times that it's just like embraced and breeded into my brain. So I wanted to do that. So then, um, so I go to work and I work 40 hours a week. And then after work, I get off at 11 o'clock at night. And then at 11 o'clock when I get home and if I don't have my children, I put on my running shoes and I put my headband and I put my sweats and I'm out running. And like literally, I'm running. Not, not like a 10-minute run. No, I'm out running. Like I ran like almost 10 miles 
like a couple nights ago. And I'm out like in the middle of nowhere, like in the middle of the city of Phoenix, pitch black, no, no people around. And it's just, you know, that's when you're, it, that's when you test yourself on, on your will and your survive to actually know what you want to do. And to me, I know I want to help. I know I want to give back to the public. I know I want to do something. And, uh, you know, but with that being said, I have to be able to provide for my family due to the fact that we have this thing upon us and we're going to get through it. Um, you know, and I, my great company that did hire me. So um, being a part of a great team and now I'm, I'm moving into what I wanted to do. So saying occupied, now I have to be able to write a whole script on what I'm going to teach them. I can teach it physically, but can I write it down? Ah, this is a challenge. So that's what's keeping me busy, man. So to answer your question, I know I went a little long on it, but that's what I want to do. Man. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and not only is it 10 miles, it's 10 miles in Arizona. And I had a training camp there once when I swam, and it was brutal. The altitude is not – the humidity and the altitude gets you. Oh, man, it's a, it's whatever, man. You know, it, what, what else am I going to do? I had too much energy, and I was like, either I'm going to just sit at home and try to watch a show, or might as well do something that's going to benefit me. So I, I took the long road, and, you know, it's just peaceful, man. You just put a little bit of music on your phone, and all you have to do is just – Give the next step and the next step and the next step and you're going to make it man it doesn't matter what that's i think that's a great example and to everybody that is watching this interview i want to tell you guys from the bottom of my heart that you know i've suffered i've cried i've 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 shed a bunch of tears blood and sweat to this sport i bled this sport like deeply i it's i've been putting a lot of hours and i came into the sport very young but guess what, guys? When you're tired, all you have to do is don't th don't look at the finish line. Just give the next step. Give the next step. And every single step in life, anything you do in life, it doesn't matter. You're tired. You're sleepy. Guess what? We are all tired. We're all sleepy. We're all going through something else. We're all having issues. Something is always wrong with us. But guess what? Let's focus on what is right with us and let's utilize that and be the best that we can be. All right, man. I don't think there's a better way you could have ended that. So thanks very much for the time. I appreciate it. Uh, hope to see you back out there soon. And hopefully in the UFC or Bellator or a big promotion. Um, I'm so glad I was able to get you on. I've been a fan for a long time. Hey, well, thank you very much. And so everybody, follow me on my social media, FES Cudero. And guys, if you guys have any questions, any concerns, anything you guys want to ask me, remember, write me on my social media and I'll write you guys back. All right? All right, awesome, man. Thank you. Stay safe and, right, uh, and hope to see you out there soon. All right, man. Thank you very much, guys.